This podcast is brought to you by the Amateurs Fantasy Sports Network. Fantasy Amateurs preseason team review podcast. It is Mark, and I'm only here with the regularist Rob tonight. Uh, irreg- irregular Ryan has has uh, left us stitches up for the night. Yeah, Ryan's been called into duty going into the office. Um, so it's just me and Mark tonight. Looking forward to chatting about uh, the Sea Eagles. Yeah, oh mate, you're supposed to keep it a surprise as to who we're talking about. You're getting it away now. I guess we'll have we'll have to talk about them. Uh, so we're going to go through the Sea Eagles who we have projected to come ninth this year. Obviously, uh, you know, 12th last year, uh, some nice little, you know, t- I would call them tweaks, uh, which, you know, in our uh, in our um, projections, I think Manly have probably have the biggest spread of like highest to lowest rated. So like there's three, at least three of us that have them making the top eight here. So um I had him as high as third, and I've sort of come down a little bit and, and shuffled stuff around. I've had a little bit of sense talked into me, but um, they've definitely got some really nice uh, options here. And um, I mean, fantasy wise, it's it's pretty thin on the ground, but for for NRL, they should uh, so should make a nice fist of it. So um, I mean, obviously, we start at the top with uh, with Tommy Turbo, who. In in another year might be somebody that we're talking about priced at forty seven, uh, but this year with uh, the couple of options that are cheap in uh, in Pappenhausen and Campbell, uh, plus the um, you know the the cheapies and and even uh, Tedesco sort of cheap who we haven't sort of covered across yet. Uh, Tom sort of seems to be flying under the radar here as a, a fantasy option, but. I mean, he was blistering when the eels were uh, not the eels. The eagles were in form. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, he's kind of one I started when I first made a draft team that I plugged in because I was mm. interested in um, his slightly lower break even um, off a couple of in- well, inju- in- got injured at the end of last year and, and stopped playing, um, which means that there's a little bit of upside. Um, mm. And then I haven't really taken him out yet. Um, I expect that I probably can and use that cash elsewhere. But I agree with you. I think um, if, I mean, and this kind of comes into the variance we have of where Manly finish. They're so, not, not saying that Garrick is a bad fullback, um, but they just have, they just are so tied to the, to Trebojevic, I think. They're like successes have been so tied to him. Mm. Um, and, he just seems to be the key cog. I know Daily Cherry Evans is awesome, and we'll get to him. But for for whatever reason, just Trebojevic just unlocks their um, offense in a way that um, the others can't. So it's certainly a high upside pick, but uh, not without risk, given his extensive inju- uh, injury history. Yeah, and I mean the thing you got to remember is at the start of last year, for for those that can cast their mind back twelve months ago, he came out pretty slow and was mm. like in that first couple of games there was a few opportunities there where 2021 Trebojevic would have taken it to the house and scored a, a 60 meter try but he sort of pulled up lame a little bit and either passed or ended up going to ground in those sort of early rounds and I mean if you have a look at the 
the base, he sort of did all right in the first couple of games and then he sort of dropped off for a few there. But, I mean, his schedule here was just actually really, really rough. Like, he only played the one, two, three, four. If you look at his, um, yeah, he played, what is it, 11 games, but he had Sharks, Broncos, Storm, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Eels all in that, you know, pretty good teams. He didn't sort of have any, um, you know, but then I'm, I mean, I guess he put up a 29 against the Tigers as well. So um, was that, maybe that was the game we got injured because he only played the 70 minutes. But um, Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely got some upside here. He started cooking towards the back end. His last two games before he, uh, you know, got injured for the rest of the season was 105 and a 79. So, he was, uh, I mean, there was five tries across those two, but, I mean, that that is the Trebojevic that we, we can see. So, I mean, it's it's kind of probably a uh, a strength of schedule type thing. Uh, yeah, he's kind of a bit, I'd, I'd say he's definitely on the riskier side. Uh, I, 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 for me, like I could see like if, um, if Pappenhausen like isn't ready round one or Campbell doesn't get that fullback Jersey or something like that, I could see a path to me, like maybe deciding to take a flyer, but I, I feel like that's probably the only way that I would be willing to start with him given the other options. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. And I, I look, I must say, I completely forgot about the hundred and five and the seventy nine, which is dragging his average up quite a lot. Um, so perhaps there's slightly less uh, upside than oh, I think. At the end of the day, the, the point is it's it, it that's in his range of outcomes though. Well, like, without a doubt, you yeah, can't just take out you can't just take out score. Like I mean, you look at the Panthers game. Like he played against the Panthers and scored a sixteen, which is understandable with a try. You no. Know, yeah, you t- I mean, and I'm, I, I forgive me if I'm just completely making shit up here, but I'm almost certain that that was in the pouring rain as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was so, too. Yeah, against the Panthers in the rain is not Trebojevic's bag. You know, you look here; he's had a full off season of of training. Um, you know, he's going to Vegas uh, and playing a, a, I guess it's a lunchtime game here, but it'll be a night game over there. Um, and then he gets a big two-week gap to the Roosters, Eels, Dragons. Got, he does have the Panthers, Warriors, Titans, Eels. It's, I mean, it's fair. It's a, it's a fine draw. And then, it, but he doesn't actually have a buy all the way to round thirteen. So, I mean, if you wanted to have a dig round one, certainly the time to do it. And, and I mean, he may, uh, you know, you don't run the risk of, uh, you know, a pre, you know, a locking him in because you're going to see if he's available straight away because he's playing in those four Vegas games. Yeah, that's right. And I saw there was a bit of chat on um, the fan- on the amateurs page about what we thought would happen in terms of team lists, um, and I'm sure we'll find that out uh, closer yeah. to the season. But it's likely that it will be split. Well, I think it's going to be split. It seems it does seem crazy to be to be naming all the starters kind of two weeks out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's going to be just another fun fantasy wrinkle um, of this year. It was the buys last year, 17 teams. And, and this year it's the kind of split to split round one. So yeah, I think, and I think you're right in terms of other options. If, if one of those other ones you mentioned doesn't pay off. um, And if you don't want to go with a gun like Ponga or something like that, then yeah, it represents a little bit of value at a, Mm. with, with a lot of upside if it does all pay off for him. Yeah. And I mean, you look at his, so if you look at his, if you, Go to Rugby League Fantasy Pro and have a look at his year-by-year averages. Um, you know, his, he actually had his best season for a while outside of 2021. So, obviously, 20, 
19, he started his breakout with just over 50. 2020, he was down to 42.6 before the injury. 2021, 77.6 in 71-plus-minute 70, games. Uh, but that was with 55 points a game in attack. Yeah, that was crazy. Which is yeah. just ludicrous. 158.3% try scoring rate across those games, which obviously isn't sustainable. But he had a 100% try scoring rate against the 10 uh, across the 10 games where he played at least 71 minutes last year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely possible. I think there's there could be a trickle of value, maybe like two to three points. Uh, and, you know, some upside for some boom games and some early traction. But, yeah, no, I think it's one to definitely to watch and, and a really interesting draft selection, uh, assuming you can sort of obviously stay healthy. Uh, moving on, uh, with so we think what's going to happen is Garrick is going to play in the centres. Uh, I was watching a video of a guy who's a, a Manly fan and he seems to think it's going to be Garrick right centre, Cola left centre. Mm. Uh, and then Jason Cola Saab. Cola was fullback last year, wasn't he? And he was... yeah. It was excellent. Yeah, and then obviously they've got uh, Jason Saab on one wing, and we've got Christian Tupelotu on the other wing. But I mean, there's a couple of they've got a couple of options there. Uh, for, for, but for fantasy, I mean, Garrick's a potential uh, later season gun, but he's really expensive to start the year. Um, although he's going to pick up a jewel if he's named at center, which will, you know, be really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's probably one to watch and if Trebojevic gets hurt again <laughs> and goes to fullback um, mm. and, you know, won't play Origin, so we'll play probably... Well, I guess Kola might play fullback now if um, Trebojevic plays Origin. It's hard to know. Um, but Garrick is just pretty steady, kicks goals. Um, his base is really high, and he looked pretty good at Senna last year, so probably more mm. of a draft pick for the start of the year, but um, someone to look out for later in the year for sure. Yeah, the one I want to keep everyone to keep an eye on is uh, is Tommy Talau, uh, which I know. Uh, just saying that name, everyone's going to get PTSD. But I mean, Tommy Talau uh, is playing for Manly now uh, in his seventy-one plus minute wing games. He's got fourteen appearances at an average of twenty-five, uh, which I mean is not inspiring a huge amount of excellence. But I mean, everybody's looking at Jesse Arthur's. That's higher than Jesse Arthur's career average and he's got the jewel and he's 70 grand cheaper. So, I mean, if he's named on the wing in round one, he could be a potential, you know, cheap option to slot into your centres, uh, particularly on the uh, on the end of a Trebojevic, Schuster, uh, Kola uh, attacking raid. Brooks yeah. as well. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think there's something to watch out for. Um, and, again, if we don't get the likes of, I don't know, Weeks and... Yeah, who's the other guy? Stewart, um, those Chevy, kind of guys. Yeah, Ch- Cottridge, like, yeah, that, that those kind of people are people we'll be, we'll be looking to. But again, no surefire that he'd stay in the team either. Um, mm. He was pretty disastrous at the Tigers. So, um, yeah, I, I guess the thing would be the the combination of the jewel and the price point. Like, oh, without a, a lot of those wing fullback guys are only available at wing fullback. This would purely be to get a cheap center in if the other guys don't work. So, just yeah, keep an eye on. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point actually because everyone's kind of got Strange and Eero locked in at the moment, and if we get one or none of them, it's um panic stations. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, moving to the halves, obviously, going to see Luke Brooks on the the left and uh, Daly Cherevin's on the right. I think Brooks probably is going to sort of remain at about the same price all year. He, you know, he'll get some bigger games through Origin where he's asked to take on more of the load, but I mean, he's a uh, 
low forties average type of guy. He'll, you know, lose some base and increase his attack, I would suggest. Um, but no sort of clear value. Cherry Evans as well, he had a just a boom last year and price at sixty-three. He's a clear sort of draft only option that, you know, you can look at for your final team later. Yeah, absolutely. He's awesome and you kind of hope that he'll be in your team at some point later on. Um, but they're mm. just is I think better options. Um almost better like there's Cleary and then there's like the lower guys, um, the yeah. the cheaper guys that you want to go for at the start of the season anyway. You don't want to start with too many mm. premium guys, um, especially if they don't represent much value. So Yeah. Yep, exactly right. Uh, moving to the forward pack, the middle forwards, probably going to have Toff Sipley, Taniela Paseka, and Jake Trebojevic in the middle. Sipley and Paseka quietly had really, really good years last year. Both got a 40-plus average starting price, which unfortunately means there's no value there. But they're both actually quite interesting for mine from a draft perspective uh, as a value, particularly Paseka, who I think sort of probably has a couple more points of price to go up. I think he's going to be a... 650-ish price point guy, and he's only priced at 570. So, I mean, there's a little bit of cash to make, not enough to make him a buy for classic, but, I mean, from a from a from uh, just a footy and, and a draft perspective, he's a really interesting option for me. I sort of see him in the Blake Laurie, Mo Fotoweka price bracket uh, more than yeah. I do where he is now. Yeah, that's fair. I think um, just one thing to mention is um, Toff simply did do his pick at the start of last month, start of December. So he's out for potentially up to 14 weeks, but that kind of gets us to the start of the season anyway. But if there's kind of some setback in his rehab, um, then Paseca gets slightly more interesting, as well as if there's any uh, injuries to Jake Turbo or um, who else are there even, who even else are their props? Is it? Um, it's just Aloye and Bullymore, I think, would be the other one. Bullymore's not not much. Uh, so, I mean, we're getting to the getting to the scraps now. But um, yeah, I, I tend to agree, Mark. It's um, he's got a little bit of upside, and um, yeah, better in draft, obviously. But he's the potentially a guy that could gain um, a little bit mm. from just their inexperienced forward pack. Yeah, I mean, it, like, obviously they lost Sean Kepi. Even if if they could get Paseka up to, like, even 55 minutes, I think he'd be a borderline keeper mm. in the mids, except just mid is so strong. Um, yeah, that's but, right. You know, like, if he had a 45, like, if you look at his games where he scores at least, yeah, 45 minutes, uh, he averages, yeah, in the in the mid-40s, which is, is pretty strong. And, I mean, he was really, really good last year. So, uh, but I think, I think he's just a little bit short, but if we can get him up to like 55, um, cause his PPM is one, um, or close yeah, enough to it or like pretty close to one. So or 0.9. So yeah, a bit, just one to keep an eye on. Uh, but yeah, obviously not, not for short term, but for, for draft, uh, moving on to the edges, Hamole, obviously good season last year, 52, keep an eye on him for later in the year. He's a draft pick. He's, you know, he's good. He's going to be getting the same, you know, very similar scores, but I mean, the the man, the other, the left edge is is where we're sort of getting our fantasy gravy here from the uh, the Seagulls in Josh Shustar, who's in twenty three percent of teams, which actually feels really, really light to me. So break even of thirty, uh, but uh, you only have to cast your mind back to what he did 
with Trebojevic on that edge. And a lot of that was Schuster actually creating as well. You know, when you've got that edge, you know, running half that is actually playing the back row, uh, they create mm. a lot of attacking opportunities. Uh, across 2021-2022, he averaged 44.5 on the edge in 78 minutes. Um, and, you know, obviously that was in a... You know, it was only it was still a forty even in the two games that he played in twenty twenty two on the edge where he played the, you know, the sixty plus minutes in sixty six minutes actually. So, uh, yeah, he's a he seems to me to be somebody like assuming he's named there in round one, he's uh, you know like a, like as close to a must as I could come up with with the jewel. Uh, and then obviously if he's not there, then the guy who will be there is Ben Trebojevic, who's a basement price center, which is you know we're just would be on there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, we, we all know what Schuster is, um, but which is, you know, he's, he's been inexperienced, um, a young guy. And I think it just last year, he just had an absolutely terrible year. Um, Mm. just kind of, I don't know exactly what happened last year. I think they tried with him in, in the halves. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think the contract got to him. You know, yeah, like, right. and this is one of those things that, like, you just have to understand people, not necessarily football. Mm. And you gave, they gave a 21 year old kid $800,000 a year after not really proving himself. Um, and, you know, a kid who's pretty heavy when he's not heavy, uh, you know, and, you know, he just would have been there 100% guarantee, would have been in the KFC drive through every day. He would have been slacking off at training. Oh, I've got got the contract now. I don't need to worry about it. You know, like young guys do that and then, you know, they have that bad season and then everyone goes, oh, hang on, is this guy, what, what's going on with this guy? And then they either pull their finger out or they don't. Yeah. And I think this is this is a prove-it year for Schuster and, you know, from all reports he's, uh, I, 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 dare, I don't want to say the words, but, you know, he seems to have stripped the weight off and, and you know, hopefully he's, uh, you know, training Say the proverbial it. house down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I think um, getting Brooks is massive for Schuster, like taking some of the pressure off that he has to play half, which he just didn't look that comfortable in. Um, hoping he can do what he did best in 2021, was it, um, where he was playing in the back row and, and killing it. Um, we all hope he gets back to that. And look, if he doesn't, he's going to, well, I think that is low as well, his ownership. Um, so I think it's he's going to be highly owned enough for it not to be a real issue. So, yeah, I think if he's named, it's as close to must um, and money for money for jam, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you obviously just want to see him come into the preseason, like come into the preseason, thin in, finish. You know, obviously we're not expecting him to be 90 kilos because that's not who he is but you know you get a you know a Wade Graham type on the edge who can you know ball play a little bit of a kick attack possible you know he's going to get a million try assists and and line breaks and opportunities there because Brooks Brooks runs the footy really well uh Cola is lightning they got you know guys that can finish yeah it's 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 a recipe for attacking success down that edge so let's uh I'd like to see it and yeah Manly are the biggest problem for them is their depth is not great, but uh, yeah, it's you know, pretty skinny looking through that bench and and some of the guys that might take up those positions if there's any injuries. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's what happens when you pay three blokes three million dollars. Like you, you, it's a that's yeah, a 
And one of them's Schuster, right? It's um, yeah, it's tough. Oh no, well, no, I wasn't even including him. Just, just, just um, Cherry and Trebojevic, and Jake, and Jake, yeah, and yeah. Garrett could be but, on a fair penny as well. Oh so. yeah, but I mean, you know, lots of players have guys on six hundred grand or whatever. But yeah, you know, yeah, like right. there's, there's three guys that tally up to a million bucks each on average because Cherry's on about one point three, yeah, um, and and Turbo's on something similar. So you know, you make it, yeah. you really do make it thin, and you want you need to get juice out of your role players like your Sipleys and Pasekas. So you know, they mm-hmm. got it last year, and they just. Got, had bad luck with injuries. So we'll see what happens then. Uh, and then obviously uh, Lachlan Croker, he's going to have some minutes stolen by a uh, a hooker of some description this year. I assume it's going to be uh, Jamie Humphreys. Or Gordo. Well, we had Gordo, and then and then apparently Jamie Humphreys has is, is got the inside track. So I'd say, uh, you know, one to keep an eye on, but obviously he's uh, he's going to be a bench price, bench hooker, which is kind of not base price bench hooker, sorry, which is not not really what you're looking for. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we might get a little blessing there and he might take Lock and Kroger's job, although I doubt it in round one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just noticed that we've got Gordo as an edge on the fantasy uh, amateurs website, so we'll change that for everyone. Apologies. I'm sure I, f- I'm sure I fixed that. No, nah, you got to refresh it, bro. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. I fixed it because somebody else messaged oh. me about it. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. I mean, I'm I I I just loaded the page up tonight. So. No, I'm I'm looking at it right yeah. now. It says hooker. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. Great edge. Though. Uh yeah. No, that's it. Oh, mate, would love that. Love to have him as an edge. Uh, yeah, so, so obviously keep an eye keep an eye on Burbo if he is if he is named. I know everybody's got a bit of PTSD, but I mean, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we're not in a position to turn down two hundred and fifty k centers if they're starting on the edge. No, that's right. Um, yeah, he's so, burnt us before, but so has every other Trebovich. So, yep, we'll do it again. Yeah, <laughs> we should just stay away. We should just. Do the, give him the Isaiah Yo treatment and just delete him from the app until... Um, yeah, anyone with a Triple H last name, eh? Do you yeah, think there's a just, fourth one hang, hanging around anywhere? No, nah, I think there's only three. Yeah. They have to have kids. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right, mate. Any uh, further thoughts on the, the Manly Dynasty? No, there's not a lot, actually. I feel like we've filled this one out as much as, as best as we could with um, only really one, one slash two fantasy options for Classic. So Yeah. Cool. Uh, get Mr. Get Turbo if you want. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Love it. All right, no worries. With that, we'll leave you with it. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, you will uh, join us next time to hear us talk about the Cronulla Sharks. Love you guys. This show was brought to you by our good friends at Picklebet. You can support the show by changing your regular bookmaking provider to Picklebet and using the code AMATURES on your first deposit to let them know where we found you. Make sure to set a deposit limit because chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.